How would you like to be part of a conversation that changed someone's life or even changed your own life? Welcome to the Be Fun, Be Kind podcast, where we have amazing discussions hosted by someone new each week. Join us at BeFunBeKind.com to be part of our live events. Now, here's your host for this week's episode. So my name is Rose. Um, my IG handle, actually, I should say everywhere handle is fabulous in my fifties. Um, I am considered a midlife influencer. I'm not altogether sure I know what that is, but that seems to be what uh, I am considered. Um, and, um, today's discussion is, uh, basically about owning your age at every stage. Um, and I was thinking about that this morning and um, trying to decide what the discussion should be and what I should say. And, and it came to me that really that can mean almost anything to anybody that's just so wide open to interpretation. You know, how do you own your age and how do you own your age at any stage? I mean, how does a 13 year old own their age? You know, um, they don't even know how yet. So it's it can be so different for, for everyone. So I just thought I would um, maybe just share a moment with you guys as to how I feel about that. Um, I believe that you should own your age, um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I don't agree with Botox or I don't agree with lipo or I don't, I don't make judgments. I think you own your, your age whichever way you want to. Um, whatever way makes you feel good about yourself. Um, as long as you are doing what feels good for you and you're doing it so that you can be the best version of yourself that you want to be, um, there's no rules. Um, most of the rules for people our age have gone out the window. Um, I'm certainly not my mother nowhere near uh, my grandmother and I have five grandkids um, so and things have changed considerably um, in the past few years and I, I think that we have to learn to sort of go with the flow um, and just stay comfortable within our own skin whether you're 30 or whether you're 50 or whether you're 70 um, as long as you're happy with yourself and you're happy with what's going on in your life, um, then you're, you're basically owning your age. And if you're not those things, if you're not happy, if you want to change things, if you feel there's a direction that you should have gone in, that you didn't go in and you kind of wish you could, guess what? You still can. I mean, these days, you know, 50 is the new 30. Um, we're starting over. We, we are, you know, we've got a second chance. We've got a whole new life to, to live. So we start, at least I start, and most of the ladies that, that I talk with on IG have started um, brand new lives. Um, that's not to say, you know, um, give up your job and start something new. Obviously, if, if you like your job, keep your job. But if you dread your job, <laughs> um, um, then maybe it's time to consider something else, you know, own, own, own yourself, own your age, um, be the best person you want to be is sort of how I look at the, the 
best age scenario. There isn't a good age. Every age is a good age. It's just dependent on how you make it, what you make of it, basically. Um, I came to this by sheer accident. Um, I started having some physical issues with back problems and um, arthritis. And so I stopped being as active as I usually was and decided to jump on Instagram just to connect with people, uh, make friends, talk to people. Um, I spent six weeks on my back after surgery with nothing to do when television was just not really the thing. Um, I read almost everything I wanted to read and got tired of reading. So I decided, all right, let me try this Instagram thing. Um, and then it turns out that people were interested in what I had to say. And people liked my pictures and people liked my perspective. And um, here I am a year later, and I would have never thought I'd be here. I have, it wasn't my intention. Um, I'm loving it. I really enjoy it. I love meeting people. Um, I love sharing things with people. I, I'm nuts about hair care and skin care and, and basic beauty from the inside out. So that taking care of yourself in and out um, are huge things for me. So I love being able to share all of that. Um, but I tell you all of this just to say that sometimes things happen just out of nowhere in the most unusual way for whatever reason. Um, and if you go with the flow, sometimes you can actually enjoy what's going on. It can become um, more than you intended and it can certainly become lots of fun. So um, I feel like at this point in my life, um, I've got you know three great adult kids. I have five grandchildren. I have my husband, I have my home, um, I have pretty much my health, and so it's my time. Um, I'm at the point in my life where it's my time. I've been mom, I've been grandmom, and I will always be mom, and I will always be grandmom, but I am no longer 24-7 hands-on. I'm now able to do for myself and put myself first. Um, and I've learned to say no, which was really hard for me for a long time. I always wanted to be all things to all people. So saying no to my kids or saying, no, I can't watch the grandkids was a biggie for me, but now I do. Um, and they understand it's not a big deal to them. They know that it's time for me to do my thing. So I'm, I'm enjoying this time in my life and I'm enjoying, um, the stage that I'm in and I'm really looking forward to see where all this goes, where it leads me because so far I've been sort of pretty much playing it by the seat of my pants. Um, so I want to just see where it goes, but I'm, I'm certainly enjoying it in the process. So I figure I'm going to open it up to you guys and ask me questions or maybe give me your perspective on what um, you feel that owning your age at every stage means um, or tell me a little bit about yourselves, whatever you'd like to say, I'll open it up to you guys. So how about we start with you, Barbara? Do you have, I know you mentioned you have, um, you know, your kids and then your grandkids and husband. Do you have any pets? <laughs> I do. I have a chihuahua. Poor thing is 16 years old and she's so Aww. decrepit. Um, she's blind in one eye and she's deaf in one ear. 
but um, I adore her. I, I, I don't know. I know she doesn't have that much longer just because of age, um, but I really don't know what I'm going to do without her. I've just, I've had her forever. Um, and she really is a family member. She really is. Yeah. So wow, she, she sounds like she's um, in really good health to get up all the way up to 16. That's so yes, that's a pretty good number. She has, she has been, it's only been the past three years that she started having different problems. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, with her vision and her hair, it's almost like us getting old, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, they start to have issues just like we do. Um, but um, yeah, she's, she's been in excellent health um, her whole life. Yeah. She's done really well. So, good. Yeah. <laughs> so how about a little bit about you? What would you like to share, if anything? You don't feel you have to. Well, hmm. Should have got us some icebreakers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so are you married? Do you have children? I'm not married. I'm single. I'm in my okay. 30s. And okay. um, no kids. Just, just kind of me. Independent me. <laughs> but that's a good thing. That's a good thing. I mean, that, that means that you, you can definitely put yourself first. You don't mm-hmm. have to be thinking about all of these other things and all of these other people and, and managing all of these lives. Um, <laughs> you know, you're, you're, you can actually manage your own life. So that's, that's excellent. I mean, every, I, I understand that almost everyone wants someone in their life. And, mm-hmm. and it's, it's great to have someone in your life. Absolutely. But there are times when you're probably better off on your own for a little bit, um, just so you can get your footing and you can decide, you know, where you want to go and what direction you want to take. And so that you have the ability to do it without having to be distracted, you know, so I agree. not always a bad thing. <laughs> it really isn't. All right. Anyone else want to join in or, um, Let's see who we got. We got Lana or Lana. Yeah, Lana. Are you going to join in? I don't think your mic is on. There we go. Hello. I'm Lana. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Good. So this is the first time I joined um, a meeting like this. So very nice to meet all of you. Good for you. So nice to meet you. That's awesome. So did yeah. you um did you find about the meeting through the um be kind be fun be kind website or did you find it through Instagram or how did you find us? Uh I just installed the um meetup app. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. and I found this group. Do you have any questions about anything? Um, just talk a little bit about myself. Sure. Um, I'm I'm an immigrant from Vietnam. Do you know Vietnam? I am familiar. Mm-hmm. Yes, I have not been there, but I am familiar. <laughs> yeah, I just came here. Um, end up uh, separate. Okay. So everything is still um, um, strange to me. <laughs> yes. Yes. 
a whole different world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, the whole different world. Exactly, exactly. Well, it's so nice to have you here. Unfortunately, we've got this virus thing going on, but it was it. They have it in Vietnam too, right? Yeah. The COVID, they have it there too. Yeah, they still there. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So I think it's 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 become a worldwide thing. I don't think you can yeah. get away from it now, no matter yeah. where you are. So yeah. what brought you here? Did you come to stay with family, or what? Did, what made you decide to come here? Um, my husband second and um, master degree here. Ah, okay. So I came with him. Okay, good, good. So it's on you. Are you enjoying it? Yeah, so far so good. <laughs> <laughs> I actually I love the country. We it's have so we have some some very beautiful places. Where are yeah. you? What part of the country are you in? In uh, Texas. In Texas? Yeah. Ah, okay. Dallas, okay. Texas. Okay, I spend a lot of time in Austin, so yeah. I I go back and forth from Georgia to Texas on a regular basis. Um, I have family in Houston. And my husband works in Austin, so I go back and forth. And Texas is very pretty. I like Texas. There's there's a lot to see and do. There's a lot of history there. So yeah. Very hot. yeah. <laughs> Anyone else? I, you, you're back. Oops, Barbara, I lost you. Oh, you still there? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm still here. <laughs> okay. Was there anything else you wanted to chime in on? Well, um, I know you. I know you mentioned like um, skincare. Is there anything particular that, tips that you can throw at us for? <laughs> yes, um, I have been very fortunate in that um, I have pretty good genes when it comes to skin. Um, so I've never had all of the issues. I never even had the teenage breakouts. So I've been really fortunate. Unfortunately, because of that, I didn't really think much about my skin. I didn't take very good care of it. Um, I was never a big uh, sunblock user. So when I turned 45, all of a sudden, I felt like the, the, the wheels just fell off. I was like seeing age spots or sunspots or whatever, the crow's feet, you know, it's like my face dropped and I'm like, what the heck? So you know, I'm like, okay, this isn't working. Let's figure this out. So I tried, you know, a, a lot of the over-the-counter stuff. I've tried all of the drugstore stuff. Um, I've tried a lot of the department store stuff, and I've actually found that you don't really need nearly as much stuff on your face as they tell you you do. You know, they want you to have like an evening cleansing routine that's like five layers of stuff before you go to bed, and then they want you to have another three or four layers of stuff in the morning, and it's like, I ain't got time for that. I, I don't, nobody got time for that. So, you know, um, a big must for me is a good cleanser. Um, a really good cleanser in the evenings, uh, makeup has to come off. I have 
fallen asleep with it on. And believe it or not, if I wake up in the middle of the night and I fell asleep with it on, I will actually take it off. Um, just because it makes, it, people don't realize it, but it makes such a huge difference. That makeup just rubs on the pillowcase and it blocks your pores and it just mm. causes havoc with your skin. So a, a really good cleanser. Um, a good moisturizer at night your, and, and um, a good serum with some sort of sun protection in the morning. Um, okay. Our skin tends to, well, all of our whole body, um, and considering skin is our biggest organ, um, we recoup, rejuvenate, um, and renew all of our cells when we sleep. So that's the main reason everybody always tells you do this or that before you go to bed or before you go to sleep, because you've got that eight hour time period or six or whatever time period you have that you sleep in which your body's in recovery mode. So it's regenerating, it's cells are regenerating. And if you have something good on your skin during that time frame, it's going to absorb better. It's going to make a big difference. If you have makeup or crud of some sort on your skin <laughs> during that time, then it's going to make a bad difference. So I would say unless you're, you're one of these people that has to do exactly the same thing all the time or that has to do what somebody else does, um, a good cleanser, a good moisturizer. Um, if you have uh, issues with like puffiness or dark circles or something under your eyes, something for that. Um, if you're really interested in different brands and how to use them and whatnot, there's, I have several on my webpage. Um, I think it's, it's entitled good skincare is a must, but that's fabulous in my fifties.com. Um, I've got quite a few on my Instagram page that I've done reviews on, and I'm going to update my blog, um, with new ones that I've tried recently. So you can take a look at different brands, um, but again, it, it's not so much about the brand as it is about what you want it to do for your skin, what your particular specific needs are for your skin. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Anything else, anyone? That's good. Hello. Armandina, hi. Yeah, hi. How are uh, you? I'm fine. How are you? I am um, very well, thank you. My question is, I am 49 years old. Yes, And several years ago, I became disabled after mm -hmm. uh, I had a stroke. Mm -hmm. um, but how did you uh, accept no longer being the hottie in the room? Um, <laughs> now you're ma'am this, ma'am that. How did you accept that? And being retired is for me boredom. Yes, I, I understand that completely. Like I said, it's one of the reasons I, I, I got on Instagram is I, it was just sheer boredom. I, I couldn't deal with just laying there doing nothing. I could not 
accept that for myself. I just could not. I had to do something. Um, right. Even if it was just typing to people I didn't know um, in comment sections, but I felt like I had to do something. To be honest, I haven't completely accepted that I'm not the hottie in my in the room. I think I'm going to be the hottie in my in the room till I'm a hundred, at least in my own mind, anyway. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, that might not be true for everyone else, but for for me, I think it's gonna in my own mind. I am my my uh, biggest fan. So I think that uh, it's just, it takes, it's an adjustment. It's, it's, it's an adjustment. It's a slow and steady process. You, I had a very difficult time going from being very, very physically active, um, working out every day, um, yoga, aerobics, you name it, to doing nothing. And I mean, nothing for six mm -hmm. weeks. And even after that six weeks, I was very limited as to what I could do. And I had to start very, very slowly. And even today, I, I cannot do half of what I used to do. And it's very, very difficult. It, it, um, it can bring you down. It really can bring you down because your body is telling you one thing and your mind is telling you another. Your mind says, I can do this. Um, I'm not old. Um, I'm not whatever and then your body goes whoa what wait a minute here um moving a little too fast slow it down so it's 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 hard it's hard um but it, it you can get to where you want to be if you're willing to just be patient um listen to your body but also push yourself um that's one thing i learned is you have to sometimes push yourself when you don't want to but you also have to know when to listen to your body because sometimes your body is going to say not today girlfriend um, <laughs> and then sometimes it'll you know you'll push just a little bit and your body will go yeah okay well let's try you know so you have to learn to to really listen to what your body is telling you um because that's really the best way to gauge how far you can go in a particular day but it just it's it's time it's determination um I don't like to never say never because I've been told that I could never do things that I have done so I never say never um I don't think you have to get used to anything Amardina I think you just need to um Put it into your head that you are going to do whatever it is you choose to do. And then be kind to yourself. Be good to yourself. Give yourself time. Focus on that thing. And you'll get there. I think you'll get there. Anybody else? Okay. Well, I wanted to add to your comment about how to like hottie in the room or Medina. I was just thinking that. Sometimes also it's just in the little things, like even being at 32 years old, I will just throw on, and it being summertime, I'll just throw on a little makeup, just even mm -hmm. like a little eyeshadow or a little glitter or not so much lip gloss now because we're having to wear masks, but, yes. you know, blush and highlighter and, you know, my whole face isn't made out or decked out, but even just that little effort makes me feel makes you like feel better curry. doesn't it <laughs> yeah and, and you're absolutely right sometimes and I found that out myself when I was laying there um 
that if I fixed my hair a little bit um, or I just put on a little bit of mascara or, mm-hmm. um, you know, a little bit of blush or maybe even just a nicer lounge outfit than I normally wear, mm-hmm. um, just anything that could help me to feel like my old self um, made me feel better. And I think that's absolutely true of most people. Most people, if you um, look good, you feel good Um, and vice versa. You know, if you feel good, you tend to look good because it shows. But Mm -hmm. if you um, if you look good to yourself, not to everybody else, to yourself, if you can look in the mirror and see a little bit of mascara and it makes you feel good, um, then that's worth the 10 minutes it takes to put it on. Um, mm-hmm. because how you feel is now going to turn around into you actually portraying that. So it, it becomes a, 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 a positive cycle. If you feel good because you look good and then you look good because you feel good and it just continues in a positive way. So you're absolutely right. It makes a huge difference. Yeah. And I think that even translates, like, even if you're in a room full of uh, like a new surrounding area or if you joined a group, you know, that you feeling good. Um, even if you do feel like a little out of place, just being somewhere new can make a big difference. And, you know, really just little things like, you know, you could be the nicest person in that room and maybe people don't know you that well and you feel, you still feel a little bit out of place, but just that little bit of kindness and mm-hmm. just having those small conversations really make a huge difference. Cause once people sense that that's what they're, you know, that's really kind of what they're looking for. they start realizing, wow. <laughs> Absolutely. You just reminded me of something my dad used to say to me when I was younger. Um, English was my second language. So when I started elementary school, I only spoke Spanish and I had a really hard time communicating. Um, and then because I was only four, I picked it up quickly. Kids pick up languages really fast, but everyone had the Southern Georgia drawl and I had a Spanish accent with a Georgia drawl and nobody could understand me. And I used to complain to my dad that, you know, nobody liked me. And, and his answer to that is, it's not that nobody likes you, it's that nobody knows you. And I'm like, well, how are they supposed to know me? Mm-hmm. They don't even talk to me. And his answer would be, which is related to what you just said, his answer would be that once they know how you are, they will know who you are. And Mm -hmm. I had no idea back then what the heck he was talking about. But as I got older, obviously, yeah, once people see that you're kind, that you're caring, that um, you're willing to take an extra minute to Mm -hmm. help someone out, um, you know, even if it's just opening a door for someone, um, then all of a sudden they start to recognize who you are, you know, then they start to see you, then they become interested in knowing more about the person. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, random, small, I believe in being kind all the time, period, um, but the smallest, most random acts of kindness can sometimes make so much difference. You don't know what a person's been through. You don't know what their day has been like. Mm-hmm. Just a smile or, and I like your dress or, 
you know, I, I really like what you did with your hair. I mean, the smallest, smallest thing can sometimes make a person's day. And at the same time, it makes you feel better. You know, mm-hmm. it makes you feel like you've accomplished something good. Um, and, and it helps you to fit in in group situations like you were talking about. It, it, it's sort of the icebreaker. Mm-hmm. You know, it helps to sort of get people to know you. Yeah. So absolutely. That, that's a good point. It's a good point. But yeah, my dad used to say that to me all the time. Once they know how you are, they'll know who you are. And it's like, <laughs> it doesn't make much sense in English because he said it in Spanish, but that's exactly what, what he would say to me. And it's, it's true. Absolutely true. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah. Yeah. It makes, it makes sense when you, when you're old enough to understand it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyone else have anything to share any questions you have of me no Armandina did you get any answers do you think you can manage to get yourself into a positive headspace can you hear me yeah I hear you Uh, it will take time it to adjust to no longer doing the same things I used to do. And uh, one time my daughter was joking. She said, your time is over. And I thought, oh, wow. <laughs> And in a way, she's right. I have two adult children. I'm single. I live on my own in a new state. And uh, in a way, she's correct because I can lean back now. I'm retired, so I'm just uh, taking care of my health, and I go to the movies when, well, not now. Not now, yeah. That's what I do. Well, that's, that's, you know, I I agree to a certain extent. Maybe your time is over as far as the time you had in the past. Um, But it's also a whole new beginning. You know, Mm -hmm. it's it's a whole new um, time for you to get to know aspects of yourself you realize you had before, you know. So maybe new interests, new friends, um, things that you always wanted to do and maybe didn't have time or Mm -hmm. um, couldn't get to. So, you know, yes, she might be right as far as your past time being over, but I don't agree that your time is over at all. Mm -hmm. I think it's just a a beginning of a new life. And you're absolutely right. It's going to take some time. My no, hang on a second. You accidentally turned off your microphone here. Let me see. 
There we go. Okay. Uh, when you're retired and your children are out of the nest, and I'm single, my pr problem is finding out what that new life is. <laughs> um, I it's no more uh, rushing off to work and life is chaotic. Mm. Uh, now I can take my time. Time, yeah. You can so, take your time. Yeah. You can slow down. Um, you know, there's so many ways today it, because of all of the media, social media and Internet and all of these things. There are so many ways to connect with people today that we didn't have before. Um, it used to be you made friends with church groups and, um, you know, met friends through their friends and so on and so forth. And that's still wonderful. That's probably still the best way to actually meet people up you know, person to person, but you would be surprised um, how many people you can meet through social media that have some of the same uh, interests that you have, that have a lot of the same um, even problems that you have. And it makes it easier to move forward when you are talking to people that can relate to you, that can really understand what you're going through. Um, not just emotionally, but physically, you know, people that can understand exactly what you're going through. And it, it was big help to me. It was really a big help to me to be able to talk to people um, who understood that my body was saying one thing, but my brain was saying another. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you think you can do it all, but exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I thought nothing changed, but it did. It changed when you first became ill. Did you feel like your body had betrayed you in a sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. I never had realized how much I depended on my body and how much I took it for granted um, until I couldn't use it because I was very, very active. And it was, you know, I ran every day. I did yoga every day. I swam three times a week and it just was my normal life. It was my routine. I didn't think about it. It just happened, it came naturally. And then all of a sudden, I couldn't even get out of bed. So my mind is saying, you're supposed to be doing all of these things. You can still do these things. Why are you here? And my body's going, you're not moving today, lady. Um, mm -hmm. And it's so hard. You know, it's so right. hard. Because you have to, like I said, you have to listen to your body. Because you can hurt yourself if you don't listen to your body. But sometimes we get so, so caught up in the things that we can't do that we forget that there are other things that we can do. Mm -hmm. um, and that's sort of what got me around that corner was, okay, I can't go running today and I can't 
do yoga today and I can't go swimming today, but I maybe I can take five steps and I would try the five steps or maybe I can sit up for two hours. Um, so it, if you turn it around from the things you can't do to the things that you can do and focus on those and then expand on that. If you can do something for five minutes today, maybe tomorrow you can do it for 10 minutes and maybe next week you'll be up to an hour. Um, so it's, it takes time. It's not easy. I'm not going to lie to you and tell you it's easy. It's not. It's hard. It's hard work and it's hard emotionally because you feel like you've been pulled away from your life. You've been pulled away from everything and everyone you know and what your life used to be is not your life anymore. So it's physical, it's emotional, um, and it can be really, really devastating if you let it. But if you can turn it around a little bit and just take it one day at a time, literally, you know, what you can do today and then what you can do tomorrow. And sometimes it's a step back and a step forward. Sometimes one day I could sit for 10 minutes and the next day I couldn't sit at all. Um, but you keep pushing and you keep pushing and you keep pushing. And eventually you find things um, that you can do. And then you start to find things that you like to do. You know, you might like to write. You might like to um, play online games with friends. You might, I mean, there are so many things that you might figure out that you like doing as opposed to the things that you can't do. And I think that's the big difference is just focusing on what you can do and not so much on what you can't do. How did you find the courage to start your groups or talks or, you know, um, I went to meet up and I couldn't believe that no groups came back for my area. So I thought about starting something to meet people, um, and but courage is <laughs> the thing that gets in my way. Well, you know what they say, right? That the only thing to fear is fear itself. <laughs> yeah. um, I've, I've always been a social person, so I've never really had a problem talking to people. Um, as a matter of fact, I was always that kid in school that got in trouble for talking too much in class. So okay. it was never a problem for me. Um, but getting out in front of a whole big group of people, that scares me to death. I can do this online thing because I'm comfortable in my house. <laughs> but if I, have, if I have to stand up at a podium and look at a room full of people, you want to see me go <laughs> mouth shut, nothing comes out. Um, again, it's just, it's, it's, it's determination. It's I'm going to do this. And I might fail the first time. I might fail 10 times, but I'm going to do this. So eventually I'm going to get it right. Um, okay. And that's sort of my thought on most things, you know, there's a lot of things where I just fake it till I make it, you know, <laughs> I keep trying and eventually I get there, you know, just fake it till you make it.
Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies. It has been really lots of fun. Um, any last questions from anybody? No? All right. Well, you guys have a great week. If you want to follow me, you can find me on Instagram, Fabulous in My 50s. And you can find my blog. And I don't write a lot in my blog, but you can find my blog also, fabulousinmy50s.com. All right. And I would love to see you both there. And we can continue being friends and continue talking and chatting and all that good stuff. All right. Thank you. All right. All right, ladies. Have a great week. You too. too. Bye. Thanks for tuning in this week. We would love for you to be part of our next discussion. Join our live events happening every week at BeFunBeKind.com. See you soon.